everybody, and welcome to the newest indoor adventure in Rhyme of the Frost Maiden, Part 11, Toil and Trouble. Today is March 7th, 2021, and you are loved, and that is a very important thing that we like to remind each and every single one of our viewers and listeners at the beginning of each and every single one of these games. If this is your first time joining us, you can go to youtube.com slash indoor adventures to check up on all of the VODs of each of the games that we have played up until this point, or you can go towards where anywhere audio casts are made available for free. You can find us there under the same moniker. And speaking of things that are being made available for free, if you go towards where anywhere audio casts are made available, or wait, no, I already just did that part. Skipping that bit. Speaking of things that are being made available for free, if you go to patreon.com slash indoor adventures, you can check up on our after show called Nights in the Courtyard, where we answer questions not only from the community, but also from each other. So if you have any questions that you would like to ask myself or any of these other fine folk, the easiest way to do that is to join us on Discord. You can find the link down in the description below of this video or audio cast or wherever it is that you're watching it from. Live stream, I guess, because, you know, we're on Twitch. But if you already support us on Twitch, you already support us on YouTube and Patreon and all of those other great places, and you're trying to think to yourself, where can I go to help support this wonderful show even more? Guess what, buddy? I got your back. Quite literally, in fact, because if you go to Indoor Adventure, no S at the end, redbubble.com, we got t-shirts, we got posters, we got mugs, we got crop tops, throw pillows, shower curtains, clocks, aprons, and we also have face masks. That's right, we have face masks with the symbol of Tiamat upon them. We call them Tiamat masks. One in each of her five glorious chromatic colors that our very own Cyberwolf 1201 ended up designing. And all the proceeds from those face masks end up going to help support Doctors Without Borders. So if you would like to help support a good cause or possibly help support the show, feel free to once again go to indooradventure.redbubble.com. That is indooradventure, no S at the end, .redbubble.com. But that is it for my spiel. So hey, Satan, who are you playing today? Hi, I'm Satan, and today I will be playing Cory, the Goliath fighter, and we both used she-they pronouns. Oh, hi, everybody. I'm Liz Mack, uh, and today I will be playing our real rock gnome cleric, Lydia, and we both used she-her pronouns. Fucking sus still. I'm the indoor adventurer, he, him, and tonight I shall be playing his heart, the wood elf Truid. Oh, hey, I'm Matt, or Blink Dog 182, and I'll be playing Lucas, the oh God, rock gnome ranger. <laughs> I'm not tired. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, lies we all tell ourselves. And hi, everybody. I'm Wings, also known as Danae Keener. I'm going to be the DM for tonight. I use she, they pronouns. Let's get right into it. Behold her everlasting rhyme. See how it covers all. Weep not for those she traps in time behind her glacial wall. The creature that used to be Lydia lies dead on the snowy cobble. The surrounding crowd is torn between gawking and staying out of danger. The corpse that used to be a wizard lies amidst glowing embers further up the town square, a testament to the retribution for transgressions in the Dale Lands. The rock gnome that used to be a trusted friend has finally found her brother, but she has got a lot of explaining to do. You're all standing in uh, the town square of East Haven. People are gathered around. There's a dead doppelganger on the ground. Uh, and the guards have begun to uh, form a perimeter. Um, and you all finally get a chance to breathe after the horrific events leading up to 
this. Can Lucas go over to the doppelganger and see if I can find the 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 wooden uh, raven that I carved? I'm so sorry. Sleepy brain just said no. <laughs> uh, I was like, hmm, time to take a drink of something. And I was all like, shit. <laughs> can you please repeat yourself? Yeah, can Lucas go over to the, the doppelganger and see if he can find the wooden raven that he had carved and give it to her? <laughs> Yes, absolutely. Uh, I think that would be fairly easy to find, uh, probably amidst uh, some other bits and bobs that um, wouldn't have been like replications, um, because there are some things that Doppelganger can replicate, uh, and there are some things that like they probably would have picked up and like had had on their person. Um, that stuff obviously wouldn't turn into doppelganger goo when it died so it's just sort of like uh, a, a weird surreal kind of thing kind of picking through uh, and finding just various bits and bobs like bobby pin a dagger yeah he's just gonna put that in his pocket he's probably gonna squeeze it and then just put it in his pocket alright um before too long, um, a woman in a well-tailored jacket uh, and a fur hat uh, approaches. She's tall, uh, and I, I'll i say she has um, long blonde hair uh, that she keeps kind of swept back and uh, well-combed. Um, she approaches uh, and introduces herself as Captain Arlagath. Uh, she's the captain of the town militia. Um, she <laughs> apologizes, uh, for what just happened. Um, it's, I mean, obviously, like, you know, she probably couldn't have prevented that. Um, but, like, that looked pretty rough there, buddy. Um, <clears throat> and she says, um, you can come into the town hall now if you, if you'd like. Get in out of the cold. Um, and the guards will actually start uh, approaching the rest of you and uh, tossing blankets over your shoulders. Um, Corey kind of gives back the blanket and just silently walks into the town hall without looking at anyone. I feel like Hart, because he didn't rush down the alleyway towards all of that, um... Because Lydia, like Lydia, was nearby, real Lydia. Uh, I think Hart would probably like turn towards Lydia, and just still, very, very big smile. Even though she doesn't know who he is, he'll just point towards Lucas and say, "We found your brother." And then uh, we'll kind of like just bundle himself up a little bit more. And in, I'm guessing that he pro like Kawori like throws her blanket off and it like lands on Hart. So now he has two Aww. blankets and he's just like real nice and toast. He probably put it on him like because she knew he needed it. Well, it's like one is draped around his neck. The other is draped over his antlers. And then you just see the yeah. little chewinga inside. Like now. It's like, like a tent now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
Oh, that's adorable. I had the exact same mental image. That's weird. Same brain. Brain cell. So yeah, that's what Hart's uh, doing. He's following Corey, but let Lydia know. Lydia will kind of look towards Hart and just say, thank you. But then immediately like try and follow as close to Lucas as she can. Um, and like, um, uh, like reach out her hand to grab his. He's going to put it in his pocket. Oh, um, I'm just going to sit inside. Um, it's really good to see you, Lucas. Okay. He's just going to look down. <laughs> uh, Town Hall has a very boxy kind of, um, how should I say, uh, build to it. Um, and if you approach it from a different direction, you can see that, like, the first floor is actually the highest floor, uh, and then it goes down a couple of floors, um, as the, uh, the lower end kind of faces towards, uh, the lake, um, and it seems that... I can't, I can't describe it as anything other than like a boat garage, you know, like or like a like a like a hangar type thing, um, where like the lower levels of town hall uh, would be able to have much larger storage and and contain uh, vehicles and such that can be dispatched and and, and disembarked towards the lake, um, but. You are on the top floor, which is where all of the offices and uh, the lobby and such are. Um, you can see that there are paintings of uh, boats on the lake um, at a, a much warmer and sunnier time for uh, East Haven and Lac Denisher. Um, the guards are kind of bustling about trying to keep the uh, citizens uh, calm and uh, informed. Um, and like it, it, after some time passes, uh, eventually Captain uh, Arlagath will uh, approach you again, Lucas, uh, and say, um, we were unable to find uh, any of your belongings at the ferry, um, but we have authorization to get you equipped. Thank you. Um, she hands you a cloth bundle um, and she says, considering the circumstances and everything that you've done for the town so far, uh, the speaker wanted you to have this. Uh, it belonged to an adventurer before you, um, but they had no next of kin. So we figured it would best be suited in your hands. And uh, she hands you a, a warm uh, felt cloth and um, it's, it's about like gnome or halfling sized. Um, it's uh, a, a cloak with uh, made out of like dark felt. Dark, I'll say blue. We, we've got kind of a blue scheme going on for Lucas. Um, and this is a cloak of protection. <laughs> Sorry for taking your shit. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta erase all my other stuff now. <laughs> 
Um, but she will lead you to the uh, armory, and basically you can outfit yourself with any mundane equipment um, that's in the adventurer's guide, um, like packs and uh, weapons and things, pretty much anything that you want, um, for no cost. Ooh. Have fun. Um, <laughs> while you're up to that, um, back in the lobby, uh, Corey and Lydia and Hart are all just kind of standing about. How is that going? Um, so I think Hart will <clears throat> ask Lydia... So, do you know where, uh, what's her name? Um, it's not Duvasa. It's the lady. She sent me out to look. Danica. Do you know where Danica Graysteel is? I was told that she was looking for a Chewinga, and we've had one for a while. And as much as I don't want them to leave, we've sort of formed a bond. I at least should deliver the fact that we have one. So do you know where I can find Danica? Um, I'm not 100% sure. She, uh, she's, she came to town with me. Um, we lost track of each other just before the chaos broke out. Uh, All right. I've been traveling with her for quite some time now. Um, but I can't imagine she'd be far. Zelda, what trout? Oh, well, she's at the wet trout. Um, yeah, that's where. Uh, oh, also that thing center. Where are we staying? As just as while we're here, because Lydia, it looked like you had a house here. There was also the the nice. I say this in full seriousness. The nice dog led me nice there. Nice dog. He was nice. He said I smelled like a friend. I am. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I. A DM would Danica and Lydia have had like a room somewhere, or uh, yes, uh, you guys have a room at the White Lady Inn. Um, we we were staying at the at the White Lady Inn. We're paid up for a couple days, but um, I I just I, I want to stay wherever Lucas is staying. I don't. I don't understand much of what's going on right now. Well, from what I have been able to see, there was a you who wasn't really you that we traveled with for a while while you were traveling with Danica. And then both of us were looking for your brother. And then when we found your brother, that's when the you who wasn't you revealed that they weren't actually you. They were an imposter or a traitor of some sorts. And then... We turned them to goo on the street. And now we're here. Uh, Corey, is this true? She is kind of looking away. And she gives a quick glance down in your way and just gives a nod and then looks away again. We went all over the place. We... We went into a lake and met a talking lizard creature that lived there that we named Friend, and then we met Ravison, 
and she's really nice. Her teeth are blue because she keeps this berry bush around her that stains her teeth blue, and it talks sometimes in this very strange voice. And then we ended up going up to Care... No, we went up Care Conic to the place Care Conic, and then we also went to Kelvin's Cairn, which was different, and then that's where apparently your brother told people to not say he was there to say he died on the mountain so we almost thought he was dead but then he wasn't and Hart just continues to rattle off their adventure in a very disjointed disjointed <laughs> not easy to follow way but like he has space brain and doesn't see an issue with telling Lydia as far as he knows he and Lydia are still cool he name drops like seven of the ten towns all out of order yep um, which is impressive for him. Um, but and that's uh, when we met Goose. <laughs> that happened right at the beginning. Uh, never mind. Um, <laughs> uh, why is it happening this late? This no, it's fine. It's fine. It's okay. Hart can tell the story however he wants to. Um, <laughs> Lydia will just be like trying to take everything in but like have kind of just a blank overwhelmed look on her face and her eyes are pretty continuously darting towards Corey, trying to meet her gaze um and then when heart has slowed down for a moment um i i've got a I, scene to do real quick before oh, uh you go to talk to Corey. Sorry. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like... Okay, it's fine. Um, uh, whilst uh, Hart is regaling uh, Lydia of uh, the adventures that she evidently went on uh, with him, uh, and she starts to kind of get, in, get a, a handle on what kind of person this is, um, Kawori, you're kind of looking out the window, um, and you can see that they, uh, the guards have started to rake the ashes uh, of that pyre uh, and they are sort of cleaning up that area uh, and you hear a voice next to you say um, his name was Dazan. She'll look to the voice. Um, it's Captain Arlagath standing next to you. Um. Must have done something pretty bad, huh? She nods. <sighs> Group of adventurers. They'd done a lot for this town. And uh, he killed them all. He killed them? Yes. Is there a reason or just was he mad? Oh, he was very much in his right mind. I think he was trying to hide something. He'd hired them to go out with him on, a, on an expedition of some sort. And then killed them to keep them quiet. Lucas looks relieved at knowing of this information. <laughs> oh, God. Do you know where uh, the wizard used to live? He didn't live here. He was an outsider. Do you have his possessions that I could look at? Uh, she kind of looks you up and down. Um, 
You from around here? Lonelywood. Hmm. But I travel. I see. It's hard to come across good adventures these days. I hope you all take care of each other. <laughs> but um, you wanted to look at his possessions. Alright. Um, come with me. And I, I feel like as this is as Hart is like finishing his story is Corey leaving with the captain. Uh, when they say that you should take care of uh, each other uh, Lucas will not look up but he will grab Lydia's hand. Uh, Lydia just closes her eyes and sighs for a second before squeezing back. Um, probably a little too tight, but in a non-threatening way, <laughs> to be clear. <laughs> uh, before just turning to heart and saying, it sounds like you didn't have a easy journey either. Um, and like now, that everything has calmed down a little bit and Lucas and, and Hart have a second to actually look at Lydia. Um, she does look a little bit different. Um, she seems a bit more toned down from the Lydia that you knew. And she has a long thin scar going across the upper part of her cheek. It, it hasn't been an easy journey for me at all to find you. And thank you, by the way, for helping find my brother. I'm sorry, you said your name was- You can call me Hart. Hart. Thank you, Hart. Um, I, I didn't think I'd get here. And I'm just so glad that you are okay, Lucas. It's every night, it's just been worry. Now there was another me that was running around and Corey won't even look at me. I just want everybody to be okay. I'm going to go see if I can find Danica at our room. Hart, will you look after Lucas for me? Of course. I told you that I'd never let him out of my sight once we got him. <laughs> That's nice to hear. Um, I'll, be at, I'll, I'll be at the white lady. I just need a, a little bit of... Tell Corey I'm sorry. I so Lucas, oh. <laughs> oh. Lucas will squeeze Lydia's hand and just say, just 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 give her time. We're gonna need time. She'll sort of nod and then try and go and find Danica. Um at the because oh Corey said she was at the wet trout. So Lydia would then say that she would be going to the wet trout to try and find um Danica for you. As you're on your way out, Hart will call after you and tell you to have a nice day. 
she'll just kind of wave back and walk walk out into the cold. Sweetest bean. <clears throat> All right, um, Corey, uh, you are led uh, deeper into the town hall. Um, the captain opens a, a door uh, and walks along a balcony. You can look down into the lower levels of the town hall and uh, where you might expect to see like wagons or uh, a, a boat, um, you instead see a uh, large black statue of some sort it's got a, a very like chiseled kind of angular uh feature to it um it's it, it's some sort of demon um and it has the it, it smacks of a prow spear um which is which is to say um a, a, not a prow spear, but a, a, a figurehead. God, I don't know boat words. Uh, a, a figurehead, which is to say, um, like, you know, like the mermaids that they put on the front of boats and stuff? Like, it's it's a, a decorative element that goes on the front of a boat. Um, and you can actually see, like, bits of, like, uh, old rotted wood kind of sticking off of the back of it. Um, but um, you don't get a lot of chance to examine it from this high up, but you do notice that it's made out of some sort of dark metal. Um, and she leads you into uh, what appears to be a library of sorts. Uh, and she kind of um, goes over to a pile of what appears to be like books that need to have yet to be sorted. Um, and she explains to you that the wizard's belongings have already been like distributed amongst either the armory or um, the, the more dangerous uh, things that he had, such as um, he had a spell scroll of some sort um, and like, uh, it, like some <laughs> illicit arcane contraband basically uh that and, and that's stuff that she's not allowed to show you um but he did have one curiosity that uh you might be interested in seeing uh and she hands you this uh red uh this red leather book um it's fairly thick uh and it seems kind of worn uh it's got these yellow pages uh the edges of them are actually stained with dry blood uh, and she hands it to you. Uh, you crack it open, kind of flip through it. Uh, and the writing inside uh, suggests that the book is nothing more than a poetry anthology. Um, and uh, the captain seems skeptical of that. Um, she knows that uh, spellcasters have a tendency to be obtuse with their um, belongings. Um, can I make a sort of investigation check to see if there's something written in code? You know how like people say that witches used to make like their grimoires into cookbooks, basically. Yeah, absolutely. So something to check if it's something like that. Yeah, give it a go. Uh, investigation. Uh, twenty-two. Twenty-two. Um, that's actually precisely what you think this is. Um. It, not necessarily written in code, uh, but you think that um, there is some sort of spell 
typecast on these pages to make the text appear uh, mm. as something that it is not. Um, you're going to need to do some more research to mm -hmm. see how to get rid of this or, you know, like uh, uh, interpret it. Okay. Uh, can she ask uh, what the spell scroll that he had on him was? <laughs> Classified. <laughs> okay. Okay, I guess it wasn't the spell magic. <laughs> <laughs> um, there, there's a, a small smile from Captain Arlagath. Um, no, no, it wasn't the spell magic. Uh, this is definitely not what it looked like, but um, do you mind if I keep it? I'm a researcher of sorts. Well. It's probably going to be better in your hands than anyone else's, uh, or rather, uh, in any hands at all, uh, rather than just sitting on a bookshelf and collecting dust. Taken. <laughs> yes. Which is uh, what it will be doing if I don't hand it over. So, feel free. Thank you. I keep saying thank you in German because that's what I'm used to when I that's what I just say to people. <laughs> you know what? Feel free. That we're 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 making this up as we go along, baby. Spasiva. Vaguely European. Yeah, that's vaguely what it European. is. It's just a Goliath thing. <laughs> it's just a Goliath thing. We say we have many words for thank you. It's fine. We're actually a lot more nice, a lot nicer than people give us credit for. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's like languages. I mean, like Goliaths don't even like speak Goliath. They speak giant. So yeah. it's like, yeah, whatever, man. We're we're making it up it's as we go along. Gracias. Thank you. <laughs> Prost. Uh, but yeah, she'll take it and put it in her bag to deal with later. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. She'll th say thank you to the guard and, um, she'll ask if they need, um, either, like, accounts from each of one of them or do they need them to stay here? If you wouldn't mind giving a statement. Um, I can do that. If my if my suspicions are correct, that was a doppelganger. Uh, yes. Um, That's uh, not not going to be good, actually. Um, people are going to be panicking, and they're not going to be trusting each other. This uh, doppelganger came from a different town. And for a specific person, it seems. I don't think you have doppelgangers loose in your city, but you know what? Maybe. Maybe just moonbeam everyone, you know? <laughs> uh, I don't think we're going to be going quite that far. That's actually what we want to avoid. Out here, it gets cold, and people get hungry, and people get desperate. The last thing we want is people turning on each other. That's why we burned that guy at the stake. It was a message that you can't turn on each other. Well, you can tell them it was an isolated incident. If I'm correct in my suspicions, this has nothing to do with your town. I hope you're right. 
we will be speaking with the speak uh well i will be speaking with the speaker about this regardless he is going to need to talk to the other speakers about it i can give you my account should you wish whenever I'd, you want i'd appreciate that right this way uh and she walks you into an office to do some paperwork uh lydia you were on your way to the wet trout? Yeah, looking for Tanika. Okay. Um, when you walk in, um, it's actually uh, a lot quieter um, than usual. Um, it seems that uh, the majority of people are uh, actually uh, out, in the, out in the town square trying to figure out what happened. Because um, that seems to be where all of the excitement is now. Um, there's uh, only maybe one or two people in the tavern at the moment. Um, and you see a uh, swarthy looking fella with um, kind of gray at his temples and uh, these piercing blue eyes. Uh, he's leaned over the bar, uh, kind of whispering conspiratorially with uh, the barkeep who is a uh, large, tough-looking, white dragonborn lady with uh, barnacles kind of encrusted on her jawline. Uh, and uh, the two of them are sort of whispering back and forth to each other, and when you walk in, um, he kind of shoots you a look. Hello, sorry. Um, didn't mean to interrupt any conversation. I'm just looking for my friend. She said she'd be here. Um, he kind of like looks over his shoulder and like nods his head back. Um, and you can like look into the back of the room. It's it. She's fairly conspicuous. Uh, Danica is sitting in a, in a, in a corner. Um, she's got her wire frame, uh, glasses, these just perfect circles, um, that keep on kind of falling down her nose. So she has to keep on pushing them back up again. Uh, and she's got this big, huge, uh, sack full of um oh my gosh uh, uh, equipment uh, like scholarly equipment i was trying to find a word for nerd shit um <laughs> just say nerd shit next time Magic i mean i'm gathering that. cards what are these doing in here <laughs> i like not even that was coming i i just had like a dial-up noise in my brain um but like uh like scrolls and things are poking out you know quills and ink and uh, and books um and she just sort of waves at you hey danica um i i, I tonight's been kind of crazy i i found lucas well, we found Lucas, also found Corey, and this guy named Hart. Um, I think he's part deer. I, I don't know. He's got antlers. Um, but no, I remember uh, Hart. Yeah. So yeah, you re you remember everybody, right? Um, I do. I I don't. Um, they have a chewinga. Oh, goody. Yeah. Um, I, I think that we're gonna either get or share our room at the at the at the white lady at the the inn. Um, I don't know. I apologize. I'm a little flustered uh, today. It it there was a doppelganger of me. She she tried to kill Lucas. Oh my gosh. 
I am so sorry. That is, that is insane. I mean, like, like, very interesting from a scholarly perspective. And, you know, I like to study that, but very, very upsetting for you. And I'm very sorry about that. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just guess, I guess seeing myself try to attack my brother, I don't really feel much like myself even more so than usual lately. Well, I mean, that wasn't you. Tell that to Kaori. She won't even look at me. Hmm. Maybe you shouldn't tell that to Kaori. Kaori doesn't know you very well. And uh, she'll, she'll flag down the barkeep um, who has like returned to like speaking conspiratorially with that fella at the bar. Uh, and, like, she kind of, like, shoots uh, Danica a glance, but uh, she comes around and uh, gives you a half pint. Uh, and Danica sits you down, basically. Um, and she says, listen, you've all had kind of a scare. Um, like, I'm not a expert in these sorts of matters. Uh, I'm really more an expert in, like temperature control and uh, <laughs> the way that it changes the environment. Um, but I digress. Um, you've all kind of had like a scare and from my understanding, it all happened today. So give yourself a break. Like that was a lot. Like give yourself some time to like recover and you know, don't, lay down judgment on knee-jerk reactions. You're probably right. Thanks, Danica. Um, and Lydia will very quickly finish her drink and just sort of say, can we, can we get back to them? They should still be at the town hall. Um, and then I think we all need a night's rest sure thing uh she uh stands up pays for the drinks uh and uh, the two of you will head out of there uh heart are you hanging out with lucas in the lobby or did you guys head for the white lady inn um you mean the wet trout i don't know <laughs> Okay. We don't know anything. I've lost track of where everybody is. All right, because the the White Lady Inn was where Danica was. And then that is where then um The Wet Trout is where Danica okay. was. Wet Trout was so, where Danica was? Yeah, and the so. White Lady is where they were staying. Where they were staying. We have a room at the Trout. Nope. We don't Other have way around. Nope. the Trout. Okay. The trout, so, the trout is a tavern. It's a restaurant. Okay. Doppel, Dia ran into Danica and sent her to the wet trout. Gotcha. Okay. Wet trout is just the tavern part. Yeah. Real Lydia and Danica have a room at the White Lady Inn. Okay. Um, so. And so she went to go fetch Danica from the wet trout and 
meet up with you guys either at town hall if you're still there or at the at the inn yeah i think that Hart would probably um like he'd sit there quietly lucas just like <laughs> so are you in this town long before oh no I, I just got here oh well we just got here as well ah lucky time oh nice yeah um how long have you known quarry oh a long time uh see this bruce that's 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 from her <laughs> she gave it was, that it was, to you yeah it was fine like was a while fault. ago <laughs> it'll go down i i don't know about that do you have any cookies on you <laughs> he's on a sugar withdrawal <laughs> <laughs> can i have cookies on me <laughs> I don't know if I would. Because <laughs> all of his stuff got taken. So did the city I, yeah. give him all your stuff did... I, I, I'll say that, like, there's probably, like, a uh, a bowl of cookies, like, sitting some somewhere in the lobby. You know, like, it, it's it's a refreshments type of thing. Like, yeah. you know. It's like the free the bags of cookies. popcorn at, at tire yeah. places. Like, it's just there. And like you know, coffee and stuff. Ba basically, uh, you remember that one town speaker in Lonelywood who like made like gingerbread cookies and stuff. Yeah. I, like my, I'm gonna go like really deep into the lore and really, really meta this shit. Uh, and you guys like out of character, like this is out of character knowledge. Uh, but she takes cookies to town meetings, uh, and she makes enough cookies for them to be able to take cookies back yeah. with them. Um. Yes. So. This is this is delicious uh, halfling mom cookies uh, all the way from Lonelywood, um, and like she she makes them so that they like keep and keep and keep. So. Yes, excellent. And uh, Hart <laughs> speaker, has probably had like Speaker Wayland doesn't like cookies, so he always just puts them in the lobby. Yeah, Hart's probably had like three of them at this point, um, but like. If they're, like, little gingerbread men, like, little people, like, he'll, like, definitely, like, move them around and be, like. <laughs> they're <laughs> like gingerbread like... halflings. Yeah, he's, like, moving them around, like, like Lydia and Kawori and himself. Like, he's just playing with these cookies. You have to stack two of them on top of each other to be Kawori. Yeah. <laughs> Bite the head off of one of them. That's me. <laughs> So that way I can help distinguish them. Amazing. Oh, yeah, I think adorable. Hart, like, I think Hart's probably just like idle chatter with Lucas, playing with cookies. He said he'd watch over Lucas, but honestly, like he's not huge into going to taverns. He doesn't really like towns. So like he has nothing to do until somebody shows up. Unless Lucas is like, unless Lucas has an idea of where he wants to go, in which case Hart would just go with him. Uh, Lucas is probably just sitting there absentmindedly, like uh, giving snowball scratches. <laughs> snowball. Uh, speaking of snowball, um, you probably were able to find um, some dog armor in there. Barding. Uh, yes. yes. So f feel free to look up the rules for barding and uh, bard up your dog. Do that right now. <laughs> Must protect Snowball at all costs. Protect exactly. Snowball. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> so yeah, Corey uh, is busy doing uh, paperwork, uh, and as you're doing so, um, the, the the captain doesn't 
she like never turns off. She is always working. Um, at some point you overhear her say something about like um, the Emerald Enclave um, associate coming into town uh, and uh, that she's going to be advising the speaker on some things going forward. Um, like she, like she's speaking to other like, like guards and, and town hall workers as she's doing this. She's not necessarily speaking to you. Um, she also uh, mentions like we need to send a missive to Bryn Shander so that we can get that interrogator in to uh, interrogate the Duragar that uh, Lucas caught. Um, <laughs> and uh, like uh, like one guard comes up and like says something about missing fishermen uh, and like she gets really exasperated over that and she's all like, all right, um, like, wait and see if they come back. Sometimes they get a little bit into their cups out on their boats. They, they might come back on their own. If they don't, we'll send a party in the morning. There's so much information. Um... <laughs> I mean, like, and she, like, handles it, like, a mile a minute. Like, there, there's God, this a... This lady needs a drink. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, Corey's, I, I feel like whenever she was able to get, like, actual alcohol she filled up a flask and she's gonna take her flask and give it to the captain and say for later <laughs> uh she gives you a nod and and basically takes it like it's another piece of paperwork <laughs> files it away with all of the other after work flasks <laughs> yeah. yep um, that that's going at the top of the input uh pile um, Processing. Uh, Captain, um, when are you planning to interrogate these uh, Duragard? Uh, as soon as we got our specialist in. Uh, right, and what does this specialist do? do? <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a cleric for, of Lathander from Bryn Shander. Um, they have the ability to, uh, they have several, um, spell casting abilities that will assist in a, uh, ethical interrogation. I, I, I may know a cleric that has zone of truth if that's what you're looking for. Oh, there's more than just Zone of Truth. Um, you'd be surprised uh, the kind of talking around that you can do in a Zone of Truth. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Satan says as someone who's, pay, who's played very heavy fey <laughs> campaigns. I don't know. Steven, is Detect Thoughts a, a cleric spell? That's probably only a wizard thing, isn't it? Detect Thoughts is a cleric spell, but you have to be a particular order of cleric. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. Um, I think you have to be knowledge cleric. I. Oh, so you mean like a nerd cleric? Yeah, okay. like what Kalem was supposed to be. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, because I think the only the class that usually have it are bard, sorcerer, and wizard. It doesn't say cleric, so I'm assuming it has specific. Yeah. Yep. I'll, I'll say it's a team of specialists, which is to say, uh, like, two of them. One's one's a cleric and one's a, uh, a wizard type. Um, and they basically do good cop, bad cop. 
Right. Um. So, Captain, we actually just came from a Duregard settlement. She, like, raises her eyebrows at you, uh, and she just hands you several more forms. Uh, she's like, um, I think you're gonna be here for a while. I'm gonna go tell your friends to head on to the tavern, uh, not the tavern, uh, the inn without you. We're gonna cover your rooms for the night and maybe for the next few days. Okay. She's gonna take back her flask. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Uh, the captain will come out and basically tell you guys, uh, like Lydia and Danica could have, uh, arrived by now. Um, she will basically tell you all, uh, go on ahead to the White Lady Inn. Quarry will catch up with you later. She's busy doing some paperwork. Um, basically <laughs> writing a report on all the shit that happened. When she comes out, Hart has moved from the chair or seat where he was and is just sitting on the floor in front of, like, a coffee table with his cookies. Um... And then people start talking to him, and he, like, sets the cookies down, stands up, and then when no one's looking, he takes them, stuffs them into his pocket for later. Uh, if anything, I think Corey will come out for a moment, uh, and tell Hart, uh, to go with Lydia and Lucas, um, speak to Danica. Uh, here's some money. Do you have any money? No. Okay. This is what you use to get, like, blankets and food and stuff, right? Yes. Um, here is ten gold. That would get you a lot of things, but be careful what you spend it on. But I'll be back. If you want, why don't you ask if there's a bakery in town? (sighs) And then Hart immediately turns and looks towards, uh... He'll just look towards Lucas, and you said that uh, Lydia and Danica have shown up? Mm-hmm. And he just, like, hands together, like, is there a bakery in town? Uh, I'm, I, I'm not sure, but we could, we could find out <gasps> for you. Seems like and the best idea. Lydia will, like, try and find, like, a, a guard that is just standing by and ask if he could point in the direction of the nearest bakery. Certainly. Uh, he'll, he'll point in the, in a particular direction. It's a, a bakery and cafe. Um, okay. Thank you. Uh, so to the bakery then, and we'll go get settled in our rooms to the bakery. Um, Corey will give heart her jacket in the meantime for him to stay warm. Yeah, you guys bought Hart winter clothes. Like, you don't need to give him your big jacket. Well, I'll take my thoughtful gesture back. That's okay. He's ba- <laughs> no, he's I'll take it back. <laughs> uh, no, um, she, she'll just kind of tighten his clothes. She's like, stay warm. Don't make me pull you out of the snow again. He nods. Well, we'll, we'll meet you at, at, at the inquiry, okay? Uh, Danica will likewise meet you guys at the end. 
Um, she walks off with the captain, uh, and you overhear the captain saying, uh, I'm looking forward to working with your advisement. Emerald's conclave? <laughs> Emerald's conclave. <laughs> It's okay. You're so close. <laughs> Listen, I didn't say Concord because all I could think is like green, green graves, graves, Concord graves. Listen, I'm over here with my nerd shit. <laughs> um, yeah, Emerald Enclave. Well, uh, <laughs> Danica kind of whirls around her like uh, her glasses nearly fall off. She pushes them back up. Uh, do I know anything about the Emerald Enclave? Yeah, give me a history check. I'll use my green... Oh, that was my blue dice. <laughs> I'm partly colorblind, apparently. Uh, a history check? Yes, please. Okay. Uh, ooh, 24. Ooh, my god, Corey. Oh. I'm so smart right now. I... I could kiss her. She is the she is the most like what good rolling like knowledge monkey I've ever had. I'm I'm sorry, Selmy. Like Kuari is my favorite. Um, <laughs> Selmy could never roll for shit. Well, it's like Kuari's also a fighter. Like wh- nobody expects the fighter to know all the things. I have. A, I actually have a plus five in history. She's a big brain. Okay. I'm um, into that nerd shit. <laughs> uh, so Kuari. Uh, you know that the Emerald Enclave is a uh, group uh, of druids uh, and rangers. Um, they are devote like a-, a lot of people would say that, uh, like assume that they are are like you know like into that hippie shit. They're like you know always trying to like you know save the trees and save the whales and all all of that. Um, that is you not necessarily stuff. <laughs> that's that's not necessarily what what they're. Uh, what their goal is. Um, Their specific goal is to maintain balance between civilization and nature. That there is a perfect ideal of like, nature goes this far and no further and civilization goes this far and no further. And Mm -hmm. they like maintain that balance. Okay. Okay. Uh... They are the perfectly neutral group. Cool. Uh, we should all talk. Okay. We're planning on it? Oh, I meant with me as well, because I think there's some things that I... I, I need to ask you a few things, because you have druids, correct? Uh, I mean, a few. Yeah. Right. Uh, and, uh... <laughs> she'll kind of talk, uh... Quietly, there might be something that might upset the balance of things relatively soon. I see. Um, that might be why I'm here. Does it have to do with the Dugard? It might. I just now started learning about them, and that's kind of what we're going to go and talk about right now. Does it have to do with a black stone? That's another thing that I've been hearing about. Not necessarily my uh, area of expertise, but I am interested in what you have to say about it. 
Okay. We'll talk. All right. Um, <laughs> so, like, the brain trust over here. Meanwhile, pastries. <laughs> I feel pastries. like that's the least heart <laughs> could get. It's pastries. Um, so, uh, between the four of us, we are going to... I, and Satan, you can contribute as well if you want. Um, <laughs> between the five of us, we can come up with a name for a pastry shop and cafe. Uh, the, the, the cookie cafe. <laughs> Does, do they have a theme or a gimmick? Yeah. Is it, uh, it should be a cat cafe. <laughs> a cat cafe? So, uh, I, run I, by I, tabaxi? A winter yes. tabaxi? Yes. Okay, I've got, really I've got this. Those Norwegian uh, forest cats. Okay. Okay, I've got, I've got it. Okay. Okay. Um, it is a cat cafe. It is run by a, a winter tabaxi. Um, it is called a cookie cutter cafe. Um, but the cookie cutter that they're referring to is a cookie cutter shark. Um, which is like the, the sharks that have like the perfectly round mouths. Um, and they like, um, like chomp out of a whale and like leave perfectly round circles there. Um, it's a cookie cutter shark. Um, and so like on, on the picture of the, uh, like the logo is a shark. Um, and so it's cookie cutter cafe and it's a cat cafe, um, because kitty cat like fish. <laughs> I'm down the, for it. The owner has to be a uh, oh. uh, a really fluffy white uh, Norwegian forest cat. Yes. Yes, and then there's also like Norwegian forest cat like cats there as well. Yeah. It's there's a lot of hair. So much hair. There's so much hair, but prestidigitation. Because otherwise, it would be in all of the food, and that'd be disgusting. Mm -hmm. All right, uh, y'all are served up some delicious um, hand pulled, like with a handle, uh, espresso. Uh, and except for heart, you get a hot chocolate. Yay! Um, but like, uh, you also get like delicious. Uh, warm pastries um like they're in like the little pudding glasses um so like uh like like a, a nice like warm square of brownie and like some fresh whipped cream on top and a, a nice dusting of powdered sugar this is their art that, that sounds so good right now out of character though i'm just like no, i'm hungry <laughs> it's, it's it's that's why, and I'm hungry. <laughs> that's why I'm playing a sweets fiend. It's super easy to just be like, "Oh my god, that sounds amazing!" In and out of character. And <laughs> uh. um, it Lydia will also make sure to. Um, she would like to go up to the counter after everyone's like sat down and, and eating and um, request. Uh, she's going to request a um, like to-go container um, full of cookies and she's gonna she'll she'll pay for like a, a, a special order um, to 
because I presume they're going to be here eating dessert for a little while. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, but she'll pay for a special order to get little gingerbread cookies made, but that specifically look like each of us. So uh, small ones for Lucas and Lydia, a big one for Corey and, and one with antlers for heart. Um, and then she's also going to ask if, ask if they have um, any, um, if they make scones. Mm-hmm. She knows they're quite quick to bake, um, mm-hmm. but she's going to request um, some scones that have, uh, this is going to sound a little bit weird, but hear me out. It's actually a delicious combination uh, that is going to have um, a little bit of fresh mint and lavender buds in it mm. um, because it reminds her of Corey and the Lonely Wood and that like minty pine florally sentence something sensible like a scone Corey would enjoy and she's gonna purchase some scones for Corey. that's really pleasant so all right cool um they also offer um savory options uh if you guys are looking for something more dinner wise um they recommend the herring hand pies <laughs> More for me. I'm yeah. a fill up on sweets. Yeah. <laughs> Lights in the courtyard. <laughs> All right. Uh, anything else at the cafe before you guys head on over to um, the White Lady Inn? Uh, uh, Lydia would also like to order a. a, a- a little small container of whipped cream for Snowball and take him over a puppuccino. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> and just pet him because she knows him uh, not as well as Lucas, obviously, but for at least for the past few days, they've been together, so. Yeah, and Snowball is is very friendly, um, but like every now and then, like the the sunlight catches him just right, and he'll like stand up on a snowdrift uh, and just like look downright majestic, you know, as the wind kind of like blows in its fur. Um, like, because this is a wolf; it's it's not a dog. Like we 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 say dog and we treat him like a dog, but like I, I, this is a, a heckin' awu uh, wild pupper. So respect. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh you guys go to the <laughs> to the white lady in. Oh. Um Lydia will handle getting uh like the rooms organized and set one aside for um Corey and just kind of go up to Lucas and um do you want to share a room like with like old times? Sure. That sounds that okay. Best. That sounds good. Okay. Um, so, but she'll, she's going to go into Hart and Corey's room um, and just leave the cookies on Hart's bed and the scones on Corey's bed before retreating to her own room for the night. All right. Um, the White Lady Inn is a sort of musty old inn. Um, when you uh, walk in, um, there is the immediate sound of uh, someone playing a fiddle. 
and you can see that there is a halfling kind of stood up on a stool uh, in front of a nice roaring fire. Um, and uh, he he's playing a jaunty tune as you enter and get your fare sorted and uh, all your rooms uh, figured out. Um, there is a uh, set of like the entire uh, wall facing the lake is just uh, windows uh, with the uh, wrought iron lattices in it. Uh, and you can get, a, it, it, you're fairly close to the lake right here. So you get a very nice view of the lake through these windows. Uh, it, it's, it's scenic uh, and, and very lovely. Um, but yes, uh, so Lydia goes ahead to her room on her own. Yeah, uh, she would. She would. She wouldn't like wait for Lucas or anything. Like she wants to try and give him a little bit of space, um, but she would uh, just kind of go off to her room pretty early by herself. Okay. Um, Hart and Lucas are sort of left in the lobby as the sun begins to set. Um, you can uh, see a, a very orange. Uh, sort of pinkish purpley haze on the horizon that uh, bounces off of the frozen lake um, and just paints these uh, colors across the walls of the inn. Uh, and the bard kind of starts to wind down um, his music uh, and he takes on a more narrative tone with his uh, music playing uh, and he shouts out across the inn uh, and he says uh, welcome everyone to the white lady tavern uh, and basically starts uh, telling a, the story uh, of why the inn is called the white lady inn um, and it's because of the legend of a uh, lady who walks out on the ice where her husband was rumored to die. Uh, and there is many theories as to why she walks out on the ice uh, or why her husband died out there. Uh, and it's really sort of a, a chicken and the egg situation because like some stories say that um, she drowned out there and her husband went out to go find her. Uh, some so stories say that uh, her husband was a, a rich miserly man who rode out onto the lake for some reason with all of his wealth and then drowned. Uh, and then, like, his wife went down with him. Like, there, there's a lot of conflicting stories uh, regarding this. Um, but, uh, basically, this guy uh, introduces himself as Ronaldo. Um, and he says that it is a mystery. Uh, but uh, tonight, we could all find out together uh, the answer to this story. We, we could all learn together uh, by contacting the white lady herself. Uh, and he like points with his, uh, his bow of his fiddle uh, to several people in the tavern. He's like, you and you and you, you can all come with me into the back room and we can perform a seance and learn uh, from the white lady what happened to her. And he like points out uh, Hart and Lucas as well. 
Hart will just like, like me, and then looks towards Lucas. Like you see that his eyes are just big. Like he Hart is a hundred and ten percent down to follow this bard to the ends of the earth. Like he has no, <laughs> like he's just like he stands this bard. Would Lucas be able to tell that this is if this is real or not? <laughs> uh, give me an insight check. Oh, amazing! Where I Ten. will knock you out and steal your money. <laughs> this guy seems so earnest. Amazing! Let's go. <laughs> Bless. Uh, <laughs> okay, cool. Um, <laughs> sorry, I don't mean to sound so uh, concerned. This is fine. Um, he 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 uh, sort of ushers uh, about a dozen people into the back room, uh, and uh, you uh, the two of you are ushered back there as well. Uh, the sun is very well set by now. Um, you can see that there is smoke from burning incense uh, in here. There's multicolored lamps uh, and silks that are hung from the rafters, uh, and the light from several candles uh, illuminate the. The, the circle of really honestly uncomfortable looking guests uh, sitting cross-legged on the floor. <sighs> um, but definitely knows how to set the scene. Um, this guy uh, <clears throat> pu uh, pushes back the sleeves of his robe. Uh, he raises his hands. Uh, he closes his eyes and he says, uh, lady who watches from the lake, Come to us in our darkest hour. Tell us what you've seen. Um, and there's a moment of silence. Um, it, it seems for a moment like nothing is going to happen. Uh, but then his uh, eyes open uh, and you can see that like the pupils have rolled back. There's just white uh, of his eyes. Uh, and this thick frost begins to form on the inside of the room's windows uh, and turns them all opaque. Uh, and then all of the candles start to go out one by one. Heart is just... <gasps> <gasps> Gasping at all the right gasps and the wrong ones. Uh, just really, like, way into this. Um, I think now is a good time for us to go on break. Okay. <laughs> All right, so we are going to be heading into break. I would like to say thank you to everybody who's decided to stick with us so far. We're going to try and be back in five to ten minutes, so don't go no place unless it's to grab a food, grab a drink, grab a friend, or possibly go to indooradventure.redbubble.com. Pick yourself up something nice, and we'll see you guys shortly. All right, everybody. See you soon. Spaghetti! Hello, everybody. Spaghetti. We have returned from our break. Lucas and Hart are getting up to some shenanigans. What could go wrong? What could go wrong? Don't. <laughs> oh, my God. Now that I don't immediately have a sugary caffeinated drink next to me, I am on the struggle bus. So bear with me, guys. I'm going to barrel forward. Um, we're going to get straight into Wang's the hour uh, before too long. <laughs> So we last Satan and Liz, Wang's is very sleep deprived strange wings. It's it's sleep drunk. Um <laughs> uh when we last left off, uh Lucas and Hart were uh participating in a seance. 
uh, and the windows had frosted over until they were completely opaque and all of the candles started going out one by one. Just... Uh, and it's completely dark in the room, uh, save for the uh, the dim, diffused light coming in through the windows uh, from the night sky. Um, <clears throat> Ronaldo senses that the white lady's spirit is close, uh, and he begins urging you to reach out to it. Uh, he he points uh, to each person in turn. Um, how does everybody reach out to the spirit? Um, I'll start with heart. Uh, uh, it, it, is there something that you say or, or do to encourage the spirit to uh, come forward? Yes. Heart. Uh, God, this is probably not going to be useful. Uh, so heart, knowing... Uh, yeah, knowing that uh, the white lady loved her husband, went out onto the ice. Um, he is going to... No, that'd be bad. Uh... <laughs> Fuck, what is he going to do? I think... Um... Well, Ronaldo will say that the uh, the, the spirit uh, well, uh, this is... Okay, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. That'll, that'll come later. Heart will create a... Uh, an instantaneous, harmless sensory effect. Uh, okay. <laughs> and he wants to have it be a puff of wind. Because, like, a little, like, fun circle of wind always makes him feel more welcome in a space. So it's they're inside. All the windows are closed. The candles are up. But uh, Hart, not knowing that this will probably be more scary, is going to have all of the candles like and like look like they're like getting caught on some sort of wind. Okay. Like, oh, the spirit's coming. The wind predicated it. All right, uh, Lucas. What do you say or do to? Uh to invite the spirit. I'm going to cast guidance into the, the air <laughs> to help her. <laughs> oh, to help her manifest. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's so sweet. I'm sure nothing can go wrong. <laughs> He's trying to help the spirit. That's so nice. Dead. <laughs> okay. Um, I'd like both of you to give me persuasion checks. <laughs> it could be perception instead. Oh, nope. Oh my god, yeah! 21! <laughs> uh, dirty, dirty 20. Oh my god. <laughs> Idiot uh, squad, go! We, yes. put, put the sweetest beans in a, in a room with a with a sentimental ghost. Okay. Alright. Um... Ronaldo, Ronaldo kind of tips his head to the side um, and he's all like uh, yeah I, I guess they are kind of cute um, uh, uh, the spirit is receptive um, 
you can ask her any questions you like. Um, you you could ask her about what happened to her, but like the uh, the the spirit of the white lady is very is is very knowledgeable about many things. Uh, she walks the length of the lock. Um, ask her anything. Uh, Lucas will say out. Um, is is it my real sister this time? <laughs> oh, that's so that's so heartbreaking. Uh, um, there is silence, um, except for a squeaking noise behind you. Um, and you turn around to look, uh, and you can see that there is a word being written, uh, by an invisible hand into the frost on the glass. Um, and it starts with she still hides. Uh oh. <laughs> Don't like that. I don't know what to do with that. <laughs> Any questions that Hart is interested in asking? Yeah. Uh, Hart's question is Where's the Red Dragon Heart Forge? Uh, there is more squeaking behind Hart. Hart's um, like, oh. like Takes out a cookie. <laughs> oh no, can Hart read? No. Hart! <laughs> no! Um, Lucas would be would, able to tell him what it said. I, I would like to read it. <laughs> okay. Um, where is the dragon? Um, where is the dragon heart forge? Yeah. Um, It says mountains beyond the lake. And then uh, Hart will also ask if, if he's able to ask a second question. Do you have a favorite cookie? You're the worst. Um, there's a, a long silence and a squeaking noise uh, from another yet another window, and it says snickerdoodles. Hart immediately starts checking his pockets to see if he copped a snickerdoodle at any point. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> if he has one, he'll definitely like leave it with the uh, leave it with the halfling on their way out. Be like, give this to her for me. Uh, Ronaldo's like eyes roll back forward again. He's like, seriously? That's those are the questions you're gonna ask? The heart holds out a cookie. Um, 
Ronaldo takes the cookie um, and then like just shrugs and then like holds it up in the air and like rolls his eyes back again. <laughs> like amazing. <laughs> Lady of the Lake, we offer this to you. Um, and there is, uh, like some ghostly whispers. Um, there are, uh, like a, a, a little bit more like cold, um, like feelings in the air, this, this, this feeling of a, of a presence. Um, and it, it eventually begins to, to dissipate. Um, I mean, like, the, the cookie doesn't like rise from his hand and then like start like you know like chop chop <laughs> damn um, it <laughs> that would be great uh but it doesn't seem like uh it works quite like that um the uh it, it all starts to to die down um and uh <laughs> ronaldo's like well that was not the most conventional seance i've had but she was very receptive to you guys heart just gives a thumbs up to lucas like yeah we did it i don't know what we did we did it usually she's a lot scarier than that we're pretty nice Mm -hmm. usually when you're nice to somebody they're nice back i guess Usually. I guess that's fair. The spirits do kind of feed off of whatever energy you bring into the room. I'm going to remember that for the next time I have to deal with a spirit. <laughs> um, you see Ronaldo uh, kind of um, set up just like a, a little um, shrine uh, next to one of the windows. Um, he puts down a handkerchief uh, and he puts that cookie down there um, and basically kind of like pats it and says, uh, for you, lady. Uh, and he hops down, toddles back into the room uh, and you see him start putting his stuff away. Uh, at this point, uh, I believe Corey can um, uh, come uh, in uh, after burning the midnight oil uh, with, um, with the captain uh is there anything that you would have wanted wanted to like speak with them about while you were at the town hall on the way out of the seance place uh heart would have told the where the lady would have been to have a nice day Hmm. um she would have asked what they know about the duraguard and the Blackstone, I forgot the word, Chris. Uh, Chardolin. Flower. Okay. Yeah. Chris- Chrysanthemum is a flower. Chardolin is the name of the Chardolin. stuff. You are correct. I love a sparkling Chardolin. <laughs> oh. oh my God. Um, um, I'm well, they, make a joke, but it's too they currently. They currently don't have any information on the Duergarv. They're still working on that. Yeah. They won't have any. They won't. They really won't have anything until uh, they get their uh, interrogation team in. Yeah. Uh, she she will write a report on what happened at the Duragard, uh, town, like the settlement. The outpost. And, yeah, okay. The outpost. 
specifically like if she has to underline like the weird like spore experiment mm, mm-hmm. and that they seem to be looking for something with this Charlin. Um, Danica is able to um, contribute that that sounds like um, some sort of uh, fungal uh, infestation. There is uh, a type of um, sentient fungus uh, that grows in the Underdark um, that has the ability to like reanimate corpses and basically turn them into uh, what is called spore servants. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what it sounds like to her. Okay. Well, she'll let them know that they seem to have been experimenting with that. Hmm. Um, and that's what she'll say. That's what she knows. Okay. Um, if possible to be kept updated that they will stay in town for a few days uh, about the Duraguard and anything else. All right. And she, she will... <laughs> She will ask Danica specifically about does she know a type of druid that is related to the stars? Specifically? Um, she says that um, she knows people who study the stars. Um, but people who have a relationship with the stars in, in, in the sense that they draw power from the stars. It, it's usually more of a, like a, a patron type situation. Um, it's, it, she wouldn't describe a, a person who uh, derives their powers from the stars as a druid per se. Like it's, it's natural, but like, that's that's kind of otherworldly and extra planar. It's it's <laughs> stuff that we don't necessarily understand. It's it's natural to someone, but not to us. Great, thank you. Someone who hasn't heard music before, doesn't know how to read or write, doesn't know what certain things are. I'm like, hmm, extra planar, huh? <laughs> hmm. <laughs> no, Indoor, what's all this then to you? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like Knights of the Courtyard to me. Uh, she'll, she'll be like, all right. Uh, thank you. Um, you'll be in town a few days, yes? Uh, yeah, actually, uh, I can walk you back to the uh, White Lady Inn. Um, I'm staying there, too, so. Oh, uh, that, uh, yes, let's do that. She'll be, she'll just be kind of like making small talk about the Chewinga or something. Oh, she's so excited to meet this Chewinga. Um, as you are uh, walking back, um, it, the streets are dark. Um, they're like you have to be, you have to um, be careful how you step because uh, the the roads are kind of slick. 
uh, and you, you don't want to slip and fall in the dark. That would be really bad. Um, and since the sun has set, there, there's not a lot of people out. Um, and the people who are out uh, are, are like all bundled up in their furs and cold weather gear and you can't really see their faces. Um, not have dark vision. They, they also like, they, they keep to themselves. They, they don't really like pay attention to you and, or like they acknowledge you in so much as like they a glance, but yeah, gl give you a glance and then like hurry along their way to get away from you as quickly as possible. Mm -hmm. Um, it, it seems that uh, there's not a lot of trust in the city. Mm, okay. But that's kind of been the way that Icewind Dale has been. Yeah. For the most part, it, it, it's it's just kind it just kind of strikes you as like it didn't used to be this way. Man. Okay. But um. <laughs> As you're walking back, um, you, you can tell that Danica kind of picks up on that energy, um, like that, you know, like it's it's a little yeah. bit a little bit spooky kind of walking uh, back in the dark. Um, and she seems to be the kind of person that like talks when she's nervous. Um, and she maybe talks a little bit too, like she says a little bit more than she intends. Um, you learn that she's the only member of the Emerald Enclave out here. Um, because she's basically the only person who thought that this was important. Um, and she's kind of frustrated with the rest of the Emerald Enclave for not taking this seriously. The, the whole situation in Icewind Dale, this, this eternal winter, if it were to spread further than uh, Icewind Dale itself, it, would, it could be a serious problem for the rest of the Forgotten Realms. But nobody's really taking it seriously because it's all like Icewind Dale is cold. It's supposed to be cold. That's the way it is. And she's all like, no, but there's actual like seasons and stuff. I, yes, it's cold in the winter, but it's not supposed to be winter all the time. Well, um... there are entire species that are dying out. The lakes are freezing completely over. This is not balance. This isn't normal. <laughs> uh, Hoy just kind of like nods and listens and kind of uh, takes like puts a pin on those things and like her mind list like it's like okay this little bit of information and this little bit of information mm -hmm. um, but she's she's quiet she I, I feel like she knows um, the way Icewindell is so she would be the type to be bundled up and doesn't really make conversation with other people it's mm -hmm. the same attitude that she's aware of. Um, so she's just listening and kind of like not stopping her if she's saying a little too much. Um, <laughs> um, you'd be surprised the amount of information that you can get by saying nothing at all. Mm -hmm. But uh, she, she'll put like a hand on her back to kind of help her feel safe. Mm -hmm. Um... um. As you're uh, as you're walking along, um, you do uh, you see a figure um, in a an alleyway, um, like a little bit too close for comfort, um, and and like they're standing in such a way that like you get the idea that like 
they could surprise somebody if they wanted to. Um, but evidently they don't want to. I, I will I will do that wide berth with Danica. <laughs> Mm-hmm. But kind of give a look at the person to see. Who Certainly. They are. Um, well, you can give a look at them, but as I said, everybody's cup. Everybody's always bundled up, uh, and you just see this empty hood just kind of track you as you go. Empty hood is in like you know you can't see inside <laughs> the hood. <laughs> well, maybe I should have run with that. Like that look of horror was pretty good. <laughs> My face was that was genuine mind you um <laughs> i don't have dark vision <laughs> and all i can do for lighting is throw a firebolt their way uh, <laughs> um like your your instincts tell you that like that person's not gonna bother you but if it had been just you or if it had been just danica it might have been a different story Mm, okay. <laughs> Just pulls that again closer. <laughs> and she does have like this huge like pack on her back that like makes a lot of noise and jingles and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but she she'll still kind of like she doesn't know, know Danica well, but she's helping and she's been nice. But who knows? Maybe she's also a doppelganger. I don't know. It's- Who's to say? And everybody might be doppelgangers. Maybe you're yeah. not the. Maybe you're you're the only one that you know isn't a doppelganger is you. Maybe. <laughs> Some interesting philosophy there that uh, I think Corey could write on later. Yeah. Uh, you guys make it to uh, the inn uh, unbothered. Sorry, my cat's crying because one of the doors in this house isn't open. Oh, but that's the one that matters the most. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, um, she, she'll, like, usher Danica in to kind of, she still has, even though she's been through a lot, she still has that, like, protective vibe to her, so she kind of, like, ushers her in first, and her big figure kind of comes in through the door, like, kind of goes in, uh, under the, (laughs) the door frame and just shakes out the snow, Mm -hmm. um, and looks around to see if there, any of her group is there. Yep, I think uh, Lucas and Hart are there. Um, Lydia has uh, retreated into her room unless she wants to uh, make her way back out at some point. Uh, Lydia's staying in her room, but like anyone who walked by, the light is on. Like it, it like the light is still on, but she will stay in her room. Um, I feel like uh, once she knows that Hart and Lucas are safe, she'll ask them uh, if they got rooms. I got distracted by the man who was music stuff that was happening on the stage over there, the little halfling. And then the he asked us, is that what they're called? Bards, yeah. Bard. The bard... Well, he asked, well, not really asked. He more pointed to people and said that he was going to have a speak to a dead woman. Um, we just had to follow him. 
And so we went into the back. There was like 12 of us. And then we had what was called a seance where he called forth the dead woman spirit. And she likes snickerdoodles. And I couldn't really read what else she was saying. But there was like stuff that was being put on windows. Lucas, do you remember what, it, what she was saying? Uh, uh, yes. I don't know if I want to go into that. <laughs> oh, uh, for your question, she said that that the the dragon heart forge was behind was no in the mountains beyond the lake. That one, because that also, was one of the things that I dreamed about the other day, and that was where the the mean looking king with like the wicked looking crown was uh, heading. Yes. Uh, We'll we'll talk about that when we're in private. Yes. Oh, would I have heard anything about the Dragon Heart Forge? <laughs> uh, you in particular, Lucas. A, aside from, aside from what the rest of the party has shared from you, uh, you have not. Okay. Yeah. Lucas. Yes. Come with me. Okay. Am I in trouble? <laughs> I don't think I did yes. anything. <laughs> oh no. Uh, Lydia's in that room if you want to talk. <laughs> oh, I want to talk to you. Okay. Lucas uh, gets... she'll, she'll just take him to a table. Uh, that's like a little bit like more separate. Lucas, what have you been doing? In In what way? Since you left your home. Without telling people what you were doing. Well, I did Why tell the them. Fuck I was is a doppelganger after you. <laughs> Just look down. <laughs> well, I did tell them that I was gonna go adventure. So I don't think I can be in trouble for that because I did tell them. They just didn't believe me because they never believed me. Uh, Lucas, I know, but you have to be more specific. <sighs> so. The Zentarum are after something that was on a ship. And then Lucas relays the rest of the information because I don't remember it at this point. <laughs> <laughs> there is a lot more information. <laughs> uh, I will just iterate that we are speaking very quietly. <laughs> um... He might be. <laughs> <laughs> not the most quiet person. <laughs> no, she'll, she'll make sure he's quiet. It's okay. that mom grip on the hand, on the shoulder. Oh yeah, he'll get real quiet. Then I followed them to this point, and then I got captured, and then I got free, and then I caught a wizard, and then I'm here. Why are you involved with the Centauri? Because they're bad people. And adventurers take down bad people. You know what adventurers also do? What? Go out in groups. Well, I didn't really have anybody to go in a group with me. Really? Because your sister uh, wanted to stay and take care of the shop for dad.
because you can't just down. Go, you can't just go and do dangerous things off by yourself. I mean, it's kind of worked so far. I kind of just fell into it. I mean, trust me, I get it. <laughs> Ten miles there. <laughs> <laughs> um, but could you at least now think about not going off by yourself? You're right. Okay, so I, I well, okay, so I promised Lydia, but it wasn't Lydia. I promised the the fake Lydia that I would go home and talk to talk to my mom and dad about everything and just check in with them and then I promise as soon as I do that I will find people to adventure with me okay good you need to be safe I know you have family that cares about you well Lydia does well um, I don't know if, if this Lydia is Lydia. Why do you say that? We were, we went into, I, I'll, I'll explain the whole situation with the, the, the white woman. I just don't know. have to tell you Lucas I am sick and tired of all this fucking mystery and all these lies mm-hmm. me too it's really hard to keep track of yes congratulations on being an adventurer by the way thank you and she'll pat his head. You did good. Just, he'll just smile. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, Hart, uh, Danica has been peppering you with questions about the Chewenga. Oh yeah, Hart's, Hart's down to answer all of them as best he can. Okay. Um, and the Chewinga will manifest uh, and seems uh, content to kind of show off for her, like uh, uh, like basically strutting back and forth on top of your head. He's doing a little uh, grandstanding. Yeah, uh, like swinging around on your uh, on your antlers and uh, like hopping down onto the table and like ta da. He's doing the um, like one handed push up. When she's talking about like size, like he's like definitely just like, oh yeah, you like that? And then you see him like put both hands behind his back and he's still like doing the like push Still up doing motion. the yes. Oh baby. Uh yes, of uh all of those things. Um uh, and, and um eventually it becomes clear like uh like this is the moment where um the the Chewinga is about to change hands. Like um, she kind of uh, like lowers herself down to like table height and uh, asks, uh, "Would you like to come with me for a while?" Uh, and the Chewinga kind of like looks at her and then looks up at you. 
and then Hart will uh, just give it a big smile. Um, you see it um, <laughs> um, kind of like give you a thumbs up uh, and then it like reaches and like pulls at its beard uh, as though like, you know, it's doing like the hmm, yes, uh, pulling on the beard thing. Uh, but like it just pulls it completely off just like and um, kind of like disappears in a little flurry of uh, uh, snow and then reappears up in your antlers and um, it ties the uh, bit of Yeti hair into your antlers as like a little talisman uh, just um, uh, amidst the, uh, I'll say it's like right next to that, um, that bell that was put there so long ago. Um, so now you've got a, a bell hanging off of your antlers. Bell and, and some Yeti. And a, and a Yeti Chewinga beard. God, I'm the coolest. <laughs> uh, and then the Chewinga will disappear off of you and reappear amongst uh, Danica's things. Uh, and it just keeps on like pulling things out of her bag and like, you know, curiously like fiddling with them and stuff. Like she's got so many more toys than you do. She does. Um, and Danica is beside herself with joy. Um, she uh, reminds you that she originally agreed to 20 gold pieces for um, bringing a Chewinga. Um, she is overjoyed with the... Uh, like you have gone she's overjoyed with the result um she she gives you 40 gold pieces wow uh and says that you can keep the lantern right uh the chewinga also gives you a blessing that we can discuss at a later date <gasps> that one sounds cool um also how much money did i spend uh at the pastry shop that's a good question i'd say like just call it a gold and we're good okay like economy is so broken in D. &D. it's true okay just wanted to check yep all right um because like things that are actually useful like are prohibitively expensive but things like food and lodging are just like yeah you can just live for a year off of a silver sure yeah Anyway. I have my living conditions down as wretched. So really, that's up to you guys. It's like, but you want to take a cab across the road? Ugh, that's going to cost you like 200 gold. <laughs> All right. Um, um, does anything else happen this evening? I, I think... Uh... Corey will leave Lucas, make sure he gets a good meal in him and heart as well. And I think she will go to her room while she figures out which one her room is. And she'll kind of put her stuff down and look at the box of pastries and open it. And she'll sit down and just kind of look at it and just tears start falling from her face, from her eyes. Is that the scene? Hart and Kaori share a room, right? Mm-hmm. 
I think Hart would probably come in having finished wrapping up his talk with Danica. And like just sees Kuori like tears from her yeah. face. Or like if you hear the door open, is it the quick like I wasn't crying? <laughs> like, but you still are, like, Honestly, honestly, she doesn't have the she's tired and so much has happened today. She doesn't have like the that knee-jerk reaction she just kind of puts the uh the box aside and does that thing where you like put your your elbows on your uh legs and just cover your face mm. yeah i think heart probably walks in at that um and closes the door behind him and just says oh you found the cookies well lydia bought them when we were at the the it had a really complex name i'm sorry um it was the cookie cutter cafe <laughs> it was run by a cat man and there were a lot of cats in there but there wasn't any cats in the delicious pastries that he ended up making so i'm not really sure how he was able to do that make the cats nice i mean she just nods and uh they kind of put their hands out and start kind of like just wiping the tears off her face um, Were you eating onions? No. Did you injure yourself? No. Why are you crying? And I think Hart will probably, like, he doesn't pull up a chair to sit next mm -hmm. to Kawori. Like, he goes in front of her and then just squats down and is keeping himself like propped up on his staff, but like he's eye level with her in the chair. He has a little bit he has a little bit of yeti hair that is now like wrapped in one of his antlers. Um she looks at him and it's kinda like a watery smile on her face as she sees him. You've ever felt, you know, when you get hurt physically, and it really hurts for a long time, and the most painful time is when that wound was created, or maybe an older wound that's opened up again. And Hart, again, just has, like, this big old wicked mm -hmm. scar along the right side of his face. Sometimes that pain, you can feel that, but on the inside. Not physically. But you hurt. You don't know exactly why. You don't know how to make it stop. And you're just left with pain. Do you not know why is and you don't know why you're feeling this way now or you don't know why as to why it's a lingering sensation?
I don't know why because I don't want to find out why. I think I know. You and Lydia are good friends. Throughout the time that we traveled together, we all shared the warmth of a fire. We shared cookies. We shared drinks. And we shared our stories and we shared our time with each other. And it hurts when you find out that the person that you were sharing your time with was a fox. They changed themselves at the very last moment and revealed that they weren't who you thought that they were. That's hard. She nods. Yes. But? We're still here. At least I think you're still you. And Hart kind of like pops like Corey's forehead with his <laughs> staff. You have to tell me if you're a doppelganger. Well, if I was a doppelganger, why would I tell you? Because it's the law. <laughs> There's a rule in place. If you're a dopp if they're a doppelganger and you ask them if they're a doppelganger, they have to tell you if they are or not. That's what Lucas told me. I, I don't think that's correct. If not, we would have known sooner, yeah? But we would never have asked. No. But... Thank you for being here. Heart. Corey? I Yes. Do you have a knife? Well, of course. And he holds out his staff. Draw something. Okay. Um. She will take his staff and We'll take out a small, uh, like a whittling knife, uh, and take the staff and very carefully into the staff, she will carve uh, a, the Goliath, or I guess giant rune that would mean protection into his staff. That means protection. And you will be protected. If ever we're in a situation where you have to question whether or not I'm me, and I have to ever question whether or not you're you, I want you to look at this rune I want you to ask yourself or ask me what it means. And if we say protection, we'll know that we're the real person. If you answer anything else, I don't know what I'll do. I'll tell Lydia and hope that she's the real Lydia and that you aren't both just going to like be mean to me. Okay, I can do that. 
I think I need to um talk actually talk to Lydia. I think the longer it waits the worse it'll be. Hmm. Heart. Yeah. You're a very good person. Thank you for being my friend. Of course. And she'll give him a big hug. Heart will just like, ah! like he was holding his staff. He wasn't ready for it. He's just like getting crushed in this. It's 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 not a uh, like a like a God. tight hug. Yeah. No, it's a very like very big is tender hug. You. Yeah. yeah. I think Heart will still be like taken aback and with his free hand just like extends out and like <laughs> pats like pats Corey twice and then just keeps his hand there and kind of like headbutts you. Mm-hmm. She'll like headbutt him. Nah. Here. And she'll take one of the scones and um the cookie that looks like her. Uh, and give the rest of the scones to heart. Try that. I think you might like it. Heart will nod. Liddy or Kaori just made him eat a full course dinner so he doesn't have room for scones. Yeah. But when he gets dessert, when he gets <laughs> yeah, his yeah, dessert yeah. tummy going. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and um, Corey will walk out and kind of stand in front of uh, Lydia's door. And I feel like she would be able to see, like, the shadows underneath the door of, like, a figure. And it stops in front of her door, and you see the shadows of her feet. And they're there for a moment uh, until you hear a knock. Um, come in. She'll open the door. As you, um, as you peer into the room, you see Lydia standing before the um, a, a mirror that is in the room, uh, and she's holding uh, a small silver dagger in her hand. Um, and as you walk in, she's cutting the last strands of hair. And it falls all to the ground until her hair is at chin length. Um, and it looks, her hair has always had this like dark purple hue to it. Um, and sitting there on the floor, it almost looks like a pile of raven feathers as she turns around with now very short hair. Hi, Corey. Hi, Olivia. You look good. Thanks. I just felt like I needed a change. I I know that you couldn't look at me before, and every time you did, you just saw that creature. I don't really know who I am anymore either. So figured his new hairstyle might be good. Lucas, can I speak to your sister alone? 
Oh yeah, I was wondering about that. <laughs> oh, Lucas will go hang out with Hart. <laughs> I thought he was asleep. That's on me. That's from from the bottom of my heart. Might be. And for the first time since, so from the first first time since you guys uh, re met up. Uh, you kind of see the same little bit of humor and laugh mm-hmm. that Lydia, that you know from back home, mm-hmm. has always had. Um, and she just kind of sits down on the bed and like pats the end of it. Yeah. Uh, she'll probably take off half of the bed because she's just big. <laughs> but she'll sit. Thank you for those bones. I am, um, throughout my, my travels, I, I know we were supposed to be adventuring together and then it was supposed to be you and me and I tried to do little things every day that reminded me of you or Lucas. I'm not the same person as when I left and I certainly am not the person that has been traveling with you for weeks, but I am, I am me, Corey. Those scones just reminded me of you. Subtly sweet, hearty, and smells a bit like a forest. promise I'm still me. I think I know that. I think that my problem goes with that I feel like I should have known. And I didn't. Corey. I shouldn't have lost you. I shouldn't have. Lydia will put her very small, slightly, slightly chilly no mish hand on on Corey's arm. Corey, what happened to me and the fact that somebody impersonated me? None of that is your fault. Someone betraying your trust is never your fault. You didn't deserve for that to happen. And I'm sorry that it did. And I'm sorry that it was my face. But none of this is your fault. They were very good, you know. Wow. I'm very good, so. And she does like a new like hair flip, but thinks that there's more hair (laughs) than there actually is. 
And hey, you found Lucas. We found Lucas. Yeah. And he's not dead yet. <laughs> yet. That's a very big yet. You don't know the things that that thing knows about me, and it's strange thinking that before we left, we knew each other, we were friends. But throughout that journey, I I thought I made the best friend. And it's strange knowing that those memories are gone and that they're not real. I, I don't think they're not real. I understand how you feel that way. But I know that I think that you might feel the same way too, but it seems to be something other than my brother holding us together. And I'm not planning on leaving this path that we have been pushed down anytime soon. So if it's all right with you, I look forward to spending the time with you and earning that trust as me. And whenever you are ready, if you're ever ready, I would be honored to have a best friend as badass as you. And I would be honored to have a friend as badass as you. I do have this cool new scar. Very cool. Yeah, it hurt a lot. What happened? It's a long story. Another I night, the, I promise. I got this one from the shop pull up providing a different card. And it's just a big ass slash across. Also, I know magic now. That's that's amazing. I I've learned a lot in my travels too. And I just, I know we didn't know each other super well, like we were friends, but not, you know, slumber like parties and party friends, but not yeah. like small supper, like dinner party friends. Yeah. And I was so thankful that you even wanted to come on this journey with me. I can't get, I can't wait to get to know you more and our new antlered friend who seems to love desserts. Yeah, we have to talk about him. <laughs> hey, um, if you want, I'm sure Lucas wouldn't mind, but you're welcome to stay and talk and go over. I'll answer any questions that you have. Um, but um, I'm just really glad that we're all together, finally. Me too. 
I can't say that it will be all right right off the bat. That creature was good at manipulating people and I wasn't aware. And after so long being alone, it finally felt like I belonged and I had that taken away from me. I'm so sorry that that happened to you. That it's it wasn't your fault. It, it's not okay, but I'm here to it hope have been the that first it, time. Well, dang it, Quarry, I'm gonna make it the last time because you do belong. Oh, so I would like to ask you something now that we're being open and honest. Anything. Are you hiding? Hiding what? Something. Anything. I'm just trying to figure out who I'm supposed to be. Sorry, I looked at the chat and I shouldn't have. <laughs> if Maybe we can find out who we are together, yeah? I'd like that a lot. And she'll pick up Lydia and give her a big hug. Lydia will nuzzle into Corey's like shoulder, like right here. And you can just feel like a few tears hit your shoulder as she hugs you back really, really tight. Um, and her new short hair mm -hmm. dances across the back of her ears. She'll hold her. And just in case, if you ever tried to stab me, I'll throw you like a baseball. Agreed. That sounds good. Good. And she'll give her like another squeeze. <laughs> Roommates. Always. We can end that there. <laughs> do you, so Corey, do you go back to uh, your room that you were sharing with Hart that you had sent Lucas into to go to bed, or are you two just like? Uh, she she would tell Hart if it's okay for them to like switch roommates. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, when you open the door, um, Blinky and I talked about this. It's just Hart and Lucas curled up on Snowy. Both <gasps> of them just passed out. Hart's covered. No. Hart has a bunch of like cookie crumbs on him. He had a sugar oh crash really hard God. after a long day. 
Corey's just gonna run back to the room, pick up uh, Lydia, run back to the other room, and then just show her. Lydia's just like, oh, look at them. Um, and says, hold on, hold on, Corey, I have an idea, I have an idea. And Lydia. With a really loud noise. No, 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 no. This is better. This is better. Uh, and Lydia will run into the other room. Uh, and she will um, go to her bed, reach under the pillow, and grab the pillow and all of the blankets and the ones from Corey's bed, bring them back into the room with the two sleeping boys uh, and sort of make a large pile of blankets and pillows around them and then just say to Corey, let's stay together for tonight. Um, and she will curl up next to Hart and Lucas and Snowy and 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 leave room for Corey to do the same. Corey will curl up. And I feel like it's like this small like pile of people on this wolf and then Corey wrapping around the wolf. <laughs> Cause she's eight feet tall. And Lydia will just fall asleep for the first time in a long time, restfully. Mm. If only. Um, everybody is curled up tonight. Um, it's peaceful. Uh, there is nary a sound. Um, you know how snow tends to just uh, absorb that. Um, and uh, Lydia is laying curled up amongst her friends, uh, and her eyes are just flutter, just then fluttering, uh, about to like close and fall asleep for the night. Um, when she feels a cold presence next to her, uh, and out of the corner of her eye, she can see a, a tall figure in white, uh, with long white hair. Um, and just as she starts to turn her head to look, uh, she hears, You're not supposed to be here. Uh, and she turns to look and there's nothing. Um. <laughs> um, and then you hear a tapping. Like, like something hard on glass, just thunk, thunk, thunk. Uh, Lydia will slowly roll away from the pile uh, and look out the window. Uh, there's, a, there's, there's a raven on the windowsill. It just taps on the glass a little bit, looks at you, caws, and then flies away. Lydia will sigh deeply, go up to the window, check that it's latched, look over to Corey and Lucas and Hart and Snowball, all asleep. And she will just sit on the floor looking at them looking out the window.
I shouldn't be here. And then eventually go back and curl back up with them, waiting until she just passes out. Mm -hmm. um, and we'll pull back out through the window, um, looking down into the streets of East Haven. Uh, and we look out across the uh, lake um, and we see a, a singular uh, figure in white walking across the ice. Uh, and we draw closer to them. Uh, this lady uh, with long hair, um, she's clutching something in her hands. Um, and as we get closer and closer, we realize it's a snickerdoodle. And that's where we're going to leave off for tonight. Oh, she took my cookie. Hooray. And with that, thank you to everybody who decided to stop on by and join us. Wow, we were these last 15 minutes just... Wowie! These last 15 minutes! What a great show, though. But honestly, it's a great show. Whatever these people are on. Danae, where can we find you? What do you do? Hi, everybody. I'm Danae Keener. You can find me at DanaeKeener.com. I do nerdy drawings, mostly related to D&D &D and a lot of things on this channel. Uh, you can find me also on Twitter at Danae Keener. That's where I keep my schedule for streaming and such. Uh, and that's it. DanaeKeener.com. Hi. Hi everyone, my name's Satan, uh, and you can find me at Alyssa Vamp over on Twitter, and you can find me on Twitch in many, many different channels. If you like art, and you like seeing people draw and make the art, you can find me at my own channel, Alyssa Vamp as well. Uh, but if you like seeing me play characters that cry and have very emotional talks with their maybe not doppelganger friends, um, you can find me here, playing Corey, the Goliath fighter, uh, Sunday nights. Also, find me here once a month, Wednesday, playing uh, Lilith, my vampire mobster, and on Thursdays every week, playing Luciana, my uh, character for the, our new mask game. Uh, on other channels, you can find me tomorrow, Monday, at 5 o'clock EST, over at Weave the Tale, playing Great American Witch. You can also find me Saturdays over at Valdrian's channel, playing Dragon Age, and right after that, at Plot Hunters, playing D&D uh, again. Um, and last but not least, Sunday mornings, like today, you can find me over at the Hive Goblin DMing for my own friends, where I take them through uh, my homebrew world, uh, and we play loosely D&D. &D. We uh, mostly go by the rule of cool. Um, and right now, they're about to fight something in a misty wood full of dead trees on the island full of undead. So that's fun. But yeah, that's me. Oh, hi, everybody. Uh, uh, it's me, Liz Mac, or at Liz Mac D22 on the Twitter. Um, you can find me here every Sunday night at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific, playing Lydia, our questionable adjective rock gnome cleric. Um, <laughs> otherwise, if you want to see what I am up to, you can follow me on Twitter. You can uh, follow me at Jabroni TV. Uh, that's at Jabroni underscore TV um, for all of the amazing streamers that are in my group, including our very own Blink Dog 182. Um, we have, do YouTube content. There's trailers from all of the streamers and there's a schedule so you can keep track of when everyone is. For 
the rest of the time, you can find me at Clever Plays on Twitter. I am lucky enough to be the community manager of an amazing game studio here in Canada. And our game Operation Tango comes out this year and is available to try out on Steam right now. Uh, but that's it for me. And Blinky, where can we find you? What do you do? Oh, hey, I'm Matt, or BlinkDog22 on Twitter and Twitch. I am currently on a hiatus from streaming games, but I will be back after March. And Jabroni.tv. <laughs> there we go. I pressed a button, and it was, like, loading that my mic was coming back on. So, you know, I was hoping for the best on that one. Hello, everybody. If you've made it this far, you probably already know who I am. But if you don't... Hey, Acorns, what's up? It's me, your buddy, your pal, your friend, the Indoor Adventurer, the showrunner here at twitch.tv slash Indoor Adventures. We do shows like this on Monday and Thursday at 5.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, as well as on Sundays at 7 o'clock p.m. Pacific Standard Time. If this is your first time joining us, you can go to youtube.com slash Indoor Adventures to check up on all of the VODs of each of the games that we have played up until this point, including full playthroughs of games like Curse of Strahd, Waterdeep Dragon Heist, Ghosts of Saltmarsh, Tomb of Annihilation, and our Tyrant Security game, the Homebrew Acquisitions Incorporated style game that we ended up running, uh, that our dear friend Cyberwolf1201 ended up running. Satan was in it. It was a great time. I would highly recommend going to check that one out as well. But for now, we are going to be going into our Patreon-supported after show called Knights in the Courtyard, where we answer questions not only from the community, but also from each other. So if you have any questions that you would like to ask myself or any of these other fine folk, feel free to join us on that there Patreon, and we will do our best to respond in kind. So with that, I would like to say once again, thank you to Danae for running this game. Thank you to Matt for joining us, and thank you to the rest of these players for put or yeah thank you to Danae for putting up with our bullshit once again this week and we'll see all of you guys next time all right everybody bye, -bye!